welcome to Glitching the Code. Hi guys, welcome to Glitching the Code here on Iconic.com and you'll be listening to the audio versions on iTunes and Spotify and YouTube. I'm here with Jonathan Royal. Jonathan Royal is an old friend of mine, a well-renowned stage hypnotist and also we've done a documentary together, a whole series together and we've done plenty of these interviews in the past, way back to the Tim Four Hat days when the show was called Something Else. Um, so yeah, Jonathan, how mad has the world gone? In the last, maybe, I think we've known each other for about three years doing chatting about this stuff. Yeah. Never did we see this coming in the manner in which it's coming. What, what are your thoughts? Where's your head at right now? To be honest, I mean, we always knew and we've always been on the same page and all the evidence for those that dig is there that there's always been a long-term plan um, from the powers that, 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 that be, so to speak, and that that plan ultimately to ever work requires mass i'm going to use the term brainwashing but arguably hypnotizing people conditioning people social engineering behavioral control emotional manipulation call it what you will ultimately controlling people to make it easier for them to get their long-term aims personally until this all kicked off um and be careful what you, words I use, because obviously I don't want the algorithms out there just to suddenly get this audio and video and go, ban it, because it mentioned certain words. But I think we can safely say the, the major event of 2020, um, everyone will know what we mean by that. Uh, until that started, um, I didn't expect it to progress this quickly. So just to clarify up front to listeners, my position is that I think the major event of 2020 is more than likely that something, whether accidentally or purposely, and there's evidence both ways, so that you can research yourself, but ultimately something ended up getting out. The evidence seems to point to Wuhan, China, um, in a manner that, uh, and uh, more importantly, at a time when it wasn't supposed to. Um, so personally, I think it was either accidental or purposely put out there, but not by the British, not by the Americans, ultimately. But when it did get out there way earlier than anticipated, I'm not saying it was never meant to happen, because obviously there's things out there like event... Uh, 21 event 201 and whatnot and um events prior to that that were exercises that pretty much mirror what's going on but i don't think it was meant to happen this quickly i think that somewhere along the line is the variable where suddenly that's why i think there's been quite a few screw-ups along the way from the powers that be over the past six months or so because they weren't quite ready for it to happen now albeit in things like the um, Rockefeller document from 2010, if you go searching Rockefeller Foundation 2010 PDF and the keyword lockstep, the chapter on lockstep, pretty much describes exactly what's been going on for the past six months. But I don't think it was meant to happen right now, as early as it did. I think the timing's got screwed up somewhere, and I think that's why it's not quite run as smoothly as they would have liked and why I think more and more people such as the wonderful viewers and listeners of Iconic uh, and your podcast channels um, are actually being more and more successful on a daily basis in helping to wake people up. You can start to see the tide changing through social media. People who six months ago were totally dismissive of things and immediately wrote them off as being conspiracy theories more and more are waking up because sadly, well, no, it's good for us, but sadly for the, you know, the the agenda that they were aiming towards and have done for decades, there's been more and more screw-ups due to the fact of them rushing things, I think, because I don't think it was meant to happen when it did at the start of the year. I think somebody forced their hand by releasing things when they shouldn't have done. Yeah, there's it's clearly a speeding up like this, and that's totally against the totalitarian tiptoe, as we as we often call it. Mm. The pacing is completely off. Um, yeah. I've heard people saying that it's almost like the door's shut behind them and they're scrambling around. 
it seems to me also, and I'd like to get your take on this, is they don't quite have the infrastructure in places. So you, you're useful idiots like your Boris Johnsons and your Nick Hancocks. They're not really the types of people maybe that they'd like to go with. It's like putting your B-side out or even your C-team out. It's it's not quite the people they would want in place if they were really trying to make this happen. And I think, you really, I think you're right. I think the horse bolted too soon with this. Yeah, um, I couldn't agree with you more. I think given more time, uh, things would have been engineered um, so that different people were in certain different positions uh, politically and in many other things. Now, that's not to dismiss the fact that there's evidence out there of certain people being shareholders in companies, having a vested financial interest in um, the perceived agenda solution to the pandemic coming out. I don't want to use the V word as a full word in case algorithms pick it up and ban the videos and audios. Um, there's no doubt that you've got people in a position of, I'm going to use the Russian word, compromat. And I don't mean that in the old fashioned sense of they would get people into sexual situations with honey traps, video them and then We've got something we can blackmail you with to do our bidding. I mean, they've they've gone a step further. They've made sure their shareholders in companies that they're they've got a vested interest in the long term aim, but also the stuff that can be pulled out. You know, there's, there's probably investments far deeper through shell companies that these people have that if they were to come out would implicate people in a level where they would be perceived as more guilty than they actually are to detract from further up the ladder. And it's always about the thing with secret societies as we covered in you know, our documentary, Extreme Danger, Extreme Hypnosis. There's always people at the top that know more, but they also implicate the people below them so it would deflect from them if the shit ever was to hit the farm. And it, it's make or break time at the moment. Um, I don't think it's too late yet. Um, there's been momentum building up with these public rallies um, where, you know, our mutual friends, Gareth Ike and obviously, you know, Jamie and, um, and, and obviously their dad and loads of other um, leading lights in the truth community have been speaking up uh, and thousands upon thousands of people have been appearing. And just looking at what has happened at, with them is a big red light that this it's all happened a bit quicker than the powers that be wanted because there's videos that people there have taken that show that what the mainstream media have brought out about pe people apparently attacking police and stuff doesn't the videos that the the organizers and stuff have got of what really went on shed total different light on what the mainstream media and those with an agenda to push forward the total, total control, they've been making out like, you know, truthers have been going and kicking off and causing problems on purpose as an excuse to try and stop these rallies and things from happening, which is also a reason why I think, as we're doing this at the start of October 2020, that um, they've recently brought in all these, you know, the rules so that they can do the local lockdowns in areas that conveniently, are, you know, have been happening and I suspect will happen in the areas where planned protests are going to take place, just to make it even more difficult. Why are they so scared? It's because people have been waking up over the past six months. Whether you believe this is a real uh, thing, the, the, the fact is I truly believe there's something and it's killing people. Is it just a common flu? Is there something different? That bit's semi-irrelevant, really. To my mind, the fact that they keep making cock-ups and more and more people are actually starting to wake up and start feeling inwardly something doesn't feel right. Um, you know, examples being in a week's time on a certain date, uh, you've got to start wearing masks in shops. Well, if all your expert scientists have told you this and there is genuine evidence that that really needs to be done for the safety of people, then fine. But if that's the case, you need to immediately tell us to do it from the moment you do that press conference today. Uh, are you suddenly Nostradamus who knows that things are going to be worse in seven days' time? 
No, I've got it's a nonsense. You can't have it both ways. It's either dangerous and the safety measures should be taken now, as anyone who's trained in or studied risk assessment, if you identify a risk, you should take the measures to cover yourself legally, lawfully, ethically and morally immediately. You wouldn't go, let's start using um, a, a ladder fixed safely to the wall in a week's time now that we've identified it could fall over and kill somebody. You just you just wouldn't, would you? Well, it's the same with this. When you apply common sense and logic, there's too many things that don't add up. And there's only a couple of reasons why that could be the number one. There's a whole bunch of incompetent people who genuinely don't know what they're doing. Well, actually, it could be an element of all of these, actually, as I think about it. Number two, they know what they're doing, but they're purposely saying start it in a week rather than now because they want people to start arguing amongst themselves going, well, why aren't they doing it immediately? So that, so that it causes confusion and disorientation, which are two of the keys to placing people into a arguably walking zombie trance state. When somebody's confused and disorientated, their natural logical thought processes and ability to critically analyze things goes out of the window and they start operating from a position of emotion where they don't see the big picture and therefore it's easier for the powers that be to manipulate them with ideas like, if you don't wear a mask and you've not got a real medical reason, then you're selfish and you're potentially killing other people. Despite the fact that there's just as many studies out there showing that masks don't work as there are ones saying there are. It's roughly equally balanced. Um, you know, so who do you believe? Um, they want division. That is what it is about. That's what they're certainly grasping at straws at now, causing confusion and disorientation. It would not surprise me in the slightest if the reason why more and more of the so-called mainstream respectable, and I'm doing this fingers in the air bit uh, for people who can't hear because I am saying that tongue-in-cheek. It's just a lot of the mass populace believe in your Daily Mails, your Mirrors, your Times newspapers and all that, and haven't even yet woken up to the fact that Rupert Murdoch, Dacre, um, uh, and the other media moguls are the biggest liars on the planet who just do what the powers that be, the, the, the rich people, uh, the so-called Illuminati. By the powers that be, I'm referring to the banking families uh, and the families that own or have control of the largest amount of the world's wealth. Because as um, once was famously said, he who, control, he who controls the wealth controls the people. And the new, so it did seem a bit odd to me that the, the media started in the past month, sort of September into now into October. Some of them started printing stories questioning the government's narratives, saying, hang on a minute, the only reason why there's apparently more... Um, people with COVID is because we're doing more tests, but that's also showing up people who may have had genetic material from years ago, um, from, from normal codes. And if you increase the testing, you're also increasing the false positives. And Matt Hancock in Britain, uh, similar things have happened in different places in the world, but in Britain, Matt Hancock said that false positives were just less than 1%. But then he's been fronted by various people and they've proven that actually the false positive rate is much higher. And the way that you're supposed to interpret false positives is not the way Hancock was saying on some early interviews. And that in actual fact, the levels of false positives is actually the majority of the test results. And the evidence is out there. And in fact, the mainstream media have started reporting this. Why would they do that when it's questioning the narrative that would help the government push out the vaccine agenda and stuff? Well, you know what? I think it's got to the point that because of social media and because of people waking up, because of the rallies and the protests, that people aren't going into that sleepwalking state as much. Yes, they are getting emotional about wanting to pass the message on that something more is going on, but they are applying logic. More and more people are doing independent research through multiple sources, not believing the first thing they see. And that applies whether you're looking at alternative truth sources or apparent mainstream sources. You've got to look at a balance of them both and multiple and then find what makes sense and feels right to you. And more and more people are clearly doing that. 
and that's scaring the government. It's like so close to pivotal point of them losing control. And I don't mean in a, a in any humanity kicking off in a violent manner. No, quite the opposite. Total peaceful taking control, standing up for one's rights, realizing, you know, more and more journalists out there, God bless their souls, but the there's still few and far between, but more and more are starting to ask awkward questions in live TV shows um, and, and putting people on the spot. And some of them are losing their jobs over it, but hats off, it's starting to happen. And they're realising that it's moving the way where people are starting to realise that it gets thrown around a lot, this is a phrase, but I think it sums it up as cliched as it sounds, that the powers that be have been pushing for decades and are scrambling to try and take the best of this situation to their advantage to make us fully live in an Aldous Huxley Brave New World, a George Orwell 1984 situation. Now, to a large degree, we've already got, you know, people kick off about the idea of, oh, don't get the track and trace thing uh, because, you know, they're analysing your every movement. Well, you know, the truth is, I see both sides. The fact is, if you use social media on any level or you've got a mobile phone, uh, even if you've turned off the um, location thing on here, they can still track you. Trust me, they can. So you're already being tracked if you're using social media or you're using a phone. So that's not actually a logical reason to not download the Track and Trace app because they can already do it. The more logical reason, as far as I'm concerned, is the fact that it's got nothing to do with the NHS. It's a private company called Circo, and that it's about making money. And when you look at who the contracts were awarded to, their links to other people, follow the money, as the old saying goes. You see that this isn't about helping people. This is about very rich people becoming even richer and taking even more control over the average man on the street. And they realise people are starting to wake up to this. So I think they purposely fed out some controlled opposition through mainstream media, questioning the fact that the um, false positive thing hasn't been properly addressed by the government, um, questioning um, the fact that, you know, loads of the death figures weren't right because they were including people who died with COVID, not of COVID and at time periods way after. And none of this is conspiracy theory anymore. It's documented evidential fact. And I think the fact that so much that they could pass off as conspiracy theories, those nutters, more and more of it over the past six months has, by virtue of circumstance, shown itself to be, if you like, conspiracy fact, not theory. And that's why I think more of it has become more palatable and acceptable for a lot of people to start to examine, to start to question, to start to recognise that feeling that over here people are saying this, people are saying this, and it's almost as if they want us to argue and be distracted from something else. Well, that's gone on in politics for years, the illusion of two or three-party political system. The truth is, if you had any choice or control in the matter, they wouldn't let you vote on it, uh, as we go into more depth about in, you know, our documentary, Extreme Danger, Extreme Hypnosis. So we're really getting to a pivotal time where things, they're even, it's getting so pivotal that even on mainstream news, the government have, have blatantly talked about the fact that they have got uh, a team called the Behavioural Insights Team which is dubbed the nudge unit, and it's all about manipulating public perception. They're actually admitting this. Um, now, that does distance it slightly from the fact that this is ultimately a, a distant front from the Tavistock Institute of Human Behaviour, uh, which, oddly enough, is in the same building as the British Psychological Society, as we covered in our documentary. And that's because it's all about manipulating people's emotions, belief systems to the way that the, um, you know, the powers that be want to get the outcome they want, which is ultimately to have, ideally to them, would be sleepwalking zombie worker ants that go out to work, work 40 hours a 
a week for 40 years of their life at least and then retire on 40% of the money they couldn't afford to live on in the first place. But that is, you know, the fact that this happened, albeit I think it happened quicker than it was meant to, that is why we're seeing people are actually begging, a lot of the population are begging for help us more, help us more, we need financial support. It's, it's, a, it's a dodgy road, that, because the way they could help everyone is a universal basic income, but then you were 20, 50 steps closer to having a China-style social credit system, which is not a conspiracy theory. People can go and check for themselves. It is a case of if they don't like what you've done, uh, or you almost think about things you shouldn't do, which they could check through your surfing history, for example, maybe, or what you've been watching, that in a brave new world, Aldous Huxley kind of way, you get punished. And that punishment is that your credit score, the amount of money you're allowed digitally, is diminished. So you may not actually be able to afford to eat properly. Or, um, it, it's happening already in China. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's happening as people can check. And if they would, we're, we're steps away from that happening here in England, in America, worldwide. And it's it's a scary it's a scary time. And it is it's it is an information war. World War Three. Make no mistake. It's not a case of World War Three might be about to happen. That's the way the agenda would like you to think about it and have some element of fear of, oh, if we upset the Russians or the Chinese too much, we might have a war. No, 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 no. That's They want you in that fear because that's the confusion level. That's where you're manipulable. Because if they say, we can avoid that by you doing this, more majority of people who are still stuck in the fear position will do as the governments tell them. The truth is World War Three is already happening right now. It's just it's playing out through social media. It's playing out through Russian misinformation bots um, on Twitter and other social media platforms. It's playing out through psychological, these are terms you can search on the internet, psychological operations or information warfare. Um, and indeed, if you search Google for Army Training Manual on Influence Operations, you will find a PDF training manual on it on the R-A-N-D, RAND.org website, which gives you an insight. This is a military army training manual in information operations, information warfare. It's considered as a warfare weapon. Just as Cambridge Analytica, um, which was illegally harvesting data on the internet, and our mutual friend Neil Saunders has written a wonderful book on this, um, which can be found on his website. And, um, you know, he's also in our documentary, Extreme Danger, Extreme Hypnosis. Cambridge Analytica was considered as a information tool, but a war grade weapon by the British government. Guns and bombs are not the tools of real wars these days. They are merely front visual imageries and ideas to feed to people, to give them a, 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 an idea that maybe a country could get blown up and innocent people killed. And I'm not saying that they don't send people out there to kill other people's troops. They do to a degree, and they call that collateral damage. But it's not needed. The only real main motive for doing that is either to acquire oil and wealth or to instill fear into people or to instill a level of belief into people that it's still about the possibility of being blown up. No, the way this war is, and it's World War Three is happening now, is being played out, is through psychology through manipulating social media platforms, um, through manipulating people's emotions, thoughts, beliefs. Hence, they're being so blatant with behavioural insights team. Hence, if you go searching, they are actually running, as we speak, um, testing on different ways of best delivering a message 
to encourage people to accept vaccines. Hmm. They are doing multiple testing. Should we put it across this way through fear that if you don't have it, you could die? Or do we do it through the um, evidence approach? Or do we do it through an emotional? Or do we do it through manipulating the mass populace to consider anyone who doesn't have it done in the same way as they're doing with masks, anyone who doesn't wear one, that everyone else should attack them. So they feel end up feeling a sense of self-blame and shame, guilt and regret. So they end up then wanting to feel better and they think and have been led to believe the only way to feel better is to fit in and do what everyone else is doing so they get the ambulance. And they're testing all these things out now as we speak. That's not You can actually find it on government websites, the, the ongoing testing. They're doing these things um, because it is all about taking, their aim is to take total psychological and emotional control of people. And that irony of Brave New World, the idea that they'll be happy and they'll be drugged, the narrative in, in Aldous Huxley's book, it kind of has been leading up to this point uh, Anyway, because you look at the increase over the past five, ten years, but over the past three to five years rapidly in the uh, prescribing of antidepressants and related drugs, drugs which pharmaceutically have been tested to the point that it's been proven by the likes of Irving Kirsch in his book, The Emperor's New Drugs. And I address this in a set of videos I have out there called The Royal Event, where I expose the drug companies, but they can be acquired free of charge from hypnotismexposed.com. And ultimately, the evidence is when you do a, a meta-analysis of all the previous testing, um, that all these antidepressants are nothing better than placebos in terms of helping people overcome the issues that they feel they had. And I say feel they had because if someone believes and feels they've got an issue, then they have, even if there's no evidence otherwise, because it's happening inside their mind. They kind of hypnotise themselves. Just to pick up on what you just said there, yeah. that's fascinating insight and something I think we all innately kind of get. Do you think that plays a part in this COVID outbreak? Do you think the... Um, the power of suggestion played a part in this COVID outbreak um, in any way at all? Massively. Um, and they did it on purpose. There's a few things we, we, we know. We know that it's only in the past couple of weeks um, that to any great extent, people in key positions, certainly in England, have started to admit and talk about the need for on the benefits of vitamin D, um, other vitamins or vitamins, depending on where you're seeing or hearing this, in terms of helping to build up your immune system to either A, overcome and survive COVID if you got it badly, or more importantly, to build up your immune system so that you're less likely to get it. Because all the evidence proves that people with a lower immune system are more likely to get it and are more likely to have it harshly which is the same with the common flu and all other forms of coronaviruses. So why did they totally dismiss anyone in the early days of this and for months and months who were saying, take vitamins, vitamins will help. They actually blatantly were saying, don't bother at one point. Well, hang on. It's been accepted by conventional medicine for years. Forget any pandemic that making sure you've got a balanced intake of vitamins, vitamins, call them what you will, and a healthy diet are amongst, which in itself helps the vitamin thing, are amongst the best ways to give yourself a strong, boosted immune system and fight off things. So why weren't they pushing that? Because even if this did start quicker than they thought, they had to jump on it and they thought, here's our opportunity to push out, uh, make money from vaccines, one would argue if you go down the Bill Gates and other financial interest routes, but also, more importantly, to take the next level of control. Make or break, they were forced into it, hence the screw-ups. And that's why we do stand a chance of coming out the other side of this in a positive manner. And I urge anyone who hasn't yet um, read The Answer by David Icke to do so um, rapidly. Um so, yeah, suggestion 
there's the placebo effect that if somebody believes something can help them, even if it has no pharmaceutical value whatsoever, it can help them because their own mind can become healing. The opposite of that is the nocebo effect, that if they believe something won't work, then it can actually be harmful, or they believe it could be harmful, then it can be, even if it was meant to be good. Now, the powers that be have harnessed that through fear in the media, uh, through early on saying that vitamins aren't going to help you in any way. Well, if they get that belief into people, because the perceived authority figure, the experts are telling them not to bother, then a lot of people who perhaps were doing that might have given up taking the vitamins that they were doing. And at the same time, uh, it may have stopped a lot of people starting to do that might have done uh, as a, 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 an intelligent, sane measure. So between the elements of both, that means a lot more people who then are suddenly brought into a more likely risk category. Because they need this to affect some people in order to be able to then start to remove freedoms and go to the next level and stuff. So suggestion, fear, instilling fear into people is a massive suggestion, but butting across a message, whatever it may be, and, and we know that outright lying has gone on in the media or distortion of things, if people see that, and believe it because they believe that, you know, the logic is to most people, or certainly was, they're starting to question it now, but most people's logic because of the way they were brought up was that scientific advisors to the government know what they're talking about. And that if government people tell us this is in our best interest, then it must be. If they tell us something is dangerous, then it must be. Whereas in truth, as we've seen over the past six months, more and more people are waking up to, um, you know, places that didn't lock down, um, Sweden. Yes, people can go, depends how you look at figures, statistics and damn lies, as they say. But yeah, some people might argue if they try and blur the figures that more people died because they didn't do a lockdown. But when you go and look at the figures in terms of, Overall deaths, not just COVID, but everything else, less people died. Because the biggest killer in this, in England at least, has been uh, the people that weren't able to get treatment for things not related to the pandemic because they were locked down or because they said they wouldn't treat people. There's been more provable deaths that way overall. Um and also through people becoming severely depressed, becoming isolated, taking their own lives, or ex exasperating pre-existing conditions, which as a knock-on effect would therefore reduce their immune system, because depression and negative thought does. The mind does control the body. So does suggestion, has suggestion played a part in this? Yes. Do the governments know what they were doing I'm pretty certain so, yeah. Otherwise, why is there such a trace of evidence that behavioural insights team are interlinked with Tavistock type things and that Tavistock Institute was linked to the Tavistock Hospital, linked to the British Psychological Society and in turn, years ago, uh, linked to all the MK Ultra stuff that I went on after the war, you know? What, what we're saying here, and we've covered this, we'll move on to the documentary as well, because I want to talk about that and why we're releasing it for free and putting it out there for people to see this, because it's very important this information gets out there now. And we shot this over a year ago. This is stuff that we'd researched for years, decades. So yeah. this is this pre-COVID, um, pre before we put, we, when we put the film out. Yeah. Um, but but um, what I want to say there was, there's people, researchers out there that say that our government is incompetent and the US government is incompetent. I believe they're incompetent and they're idiots, but I don't it, believe. But I, I think don't, a lot of it's planned incompetence. Exactly, it's either planned incompetence or they're telling you're taking them on their word of what you're they're trying to achieve. Now, in my opinion, the biggest achievement from this 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 one grab with the COVID thing is to crash the economies across the Western world yes. to make us reliant upon the state financially. And as you said. It will be a, um, a universal credit first and then it will quickly slip into a social credit system and then we won't be able to do podcasts like this. Well, we will, but we'll be living off-grid and we'll have yeah. to eat out of our gardens. But yeah. the fact is... Which they're going to make illegal because things like Monsanto are copywriting. The reason they're genetically modifying seeds, they tell the public it's about making it easier to grow, growing abundance out yeah. of season, 
in greater debt, in greater amounts to be able to ultimately reduce the cost. No, it's about then it's copyrightable because they manipulated it so that ultimately they can down the line hit their agenda of making it illegal for people to grow their own crops so that they won't be able to live off grid. So this, I mean, this goes so, so deep. So my, my point there, as you just said, and you just covered in that bit, is that this is planned. This this is in planned incompetence. They are not incompetent. Yes, Boris Johnson is a, clearly an idiot and a buffoon, but the people above him are not. They've put him in place because he's an idiot and a he's buffoon. He's not a buffoon at all. <laughs> Do you think so? He's a very clever man. If you go through the videos from the start to the end of the past six months... So you would say it'd have to be know, evil? It'd have to be an evil, psych psychotic psychopath to go along most with this of, most of the people in power are psychopaths by definition of um the the, the lack of empathy the, the um the here's the key neurolinguistic programming is thrown around as this technique that can you know help people change their lives um call it what you will the truth is it has its roots in so-called hypnotism before that it was called mesmerism before that years ago it was in things like the native american indians belief system of shamanism you'd have the um witch doctor or the shaman of the group who helped who understood about beliefs and manipulating them okay what they've done is they've refined this and there's a, a thing called anchoring and with anchoring the idea is that if i was to make you feel scared at that moment you're scared i might clap my hands and then i do something else to make you scared i'll clap my hands and i'll keep six or seven different ways scaring the living daylights out of you and clapping my hands at the same time and after a period of time your physiology your mind your body will get anchored to the idea it's a bit like Pavlov's dog, to the idea that when I clap, now it's the point where I clap, you shit yourself. Because of the, you've had so many occurrences that when something bad happened, I clapped. So in future, when I clap, you shit yourself. Well, on a low level, Boris has been doing this with his hair. Right. It sounds ridiculous, but if you look, when he's wanted the general public to trust him, and he's been giving out a very somber, serious message that ultimately is about controlling people. Look at the broadcast and his hair's reasonably neat for Boris. And when he wants to kind of... Um, so that's conditioning something serious that's going to be followed. When he wants people to feel a bit more upbeat uh, and thank oh thank you you've now let us leave our house or you've let pubs reopen when he's announcing that he's back to having not quite full mad uncombed hair it's somewhere in between and by the level of whether how neat his hair is or how untidy it is in comparison to the way it used to be pre-pandemic you can almost predict what he's about to say to the nation in his interviews his hair is being used as a visual anchor well, I saw this on, on Trump yesterday, and I pointed it out when Trump did his video when he was sick yesterday. Yeah. I don't believe he's sick at all. And he, didn't, he did the whole Obama, I'm not going to wear a tie thing. They completely didn't do his hair at all. He mm -hmm. didn't have his, his, his facey orange makeup on. They lit him with two white lights to make I'm him look more ill. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm just one of you, and I'm doing my best, but I'm fighting for everybody. Um, you know, you've been told it's bad, and it is bad, but the daughters are wonderful, and I've been given this new blend of drugs. We haven't we haven't in any of the media accurately said what this blend of drugs mm. is yet, but blend of drugs, and look, it's working really well for me, and I think I'm going to be back real soon. And mark my words, he's either going to be back real soon, like within the two weeks, because um, it's still going to be seen to abide and it, it's going to be used so cleverly to help him election wise or he's going to be assassinated he's either coming back and the end result there's my prediction is that this blend of drugs uh, work wonderfully and this will I'm not going to say that it's going to be the chloro what's it that he's mentioned before hydrochloroquine Albeit that there is evidence out there that it works. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, people have poo-pooed that through one rogue Lancet uh, study that then the person got explore, exposed as it being a rogue study, the one that made out it definitely didn't work, full stop. 
But since then, other studies have come out going, actually, it does. Not in all cases, but it does have a, a, um, efficiency. Um, so either it's going to help him push his agenda, whatever that may be, and does help him election-wise, or he's, he's going to get assassinated. And I don't think, I think the way that the things have gone and the way that the world is at the minute, I don't see him getting assassinated because it would stink too much for the average person, too coincidental. So I think he is going to come back. And um, if I had to bet my money on it right now, uh, don't get me wrong, I'd sooner kind of be wrong in many ways about what I'm about to say, but I'm going to go on record on the 5th of October 2020 and say that it would not surprise me if he was actually to win the election and get another term. Yeah, I would, I'd agree. I, I can't see him not winning that. I mean, look at the other options. And also, what worries me is if he gets another four years, then basically Israel and Benji, his best mate, get a home run for what they want. And that's not a good thing when you give Zionism... Christian Zionism in in Trump's um, case and Zionism obviously in uh, Benji's case, which is a Rothschild creation, mm-hmm. um, free reign. That's four more years for him to really run at what they want to do in the Middle East. And to me, it all comes back to what we're saying about prophecies and Satanism. And and anyone who's watching this, if you go and watch the documentary, you'll get touches of this because you can't fit this in a whole hour of a podcast. And this is the point, and I think what Jonathan just said there was right. These people aren't incompetent. Um, Not really, but because this is such a decades, probably thousands-year-old plan. They're just using different mechanisms to roll it out. So, Jonathan, can you just explain to people about the film, why you wanted to make the film, and why it's so important that we put this information out now, especially in hindsight that we made it before any of this started? Yeah, and I mean, and that's a documented, this is not one of those where we're just claiming that we made this in advance and trying to use that as a a promotional tool, Uh, because we've nothing to gain from this. Originally, we made this with the intention of getting the message out there partly, but also to partly possibly make a bit of money. And there's nothing wrong with that, because we all need to eat and, and keep a roof over our head. Now, things have moved on. This was released a little over a year ago. But as um, Richard said, after us having examined and studied these things collectively between us for many decades, because within the documentary, there's myself, but there's also Richard appears on screen, as does um, Gareth Icke, son of the legendary David Icke. Uh, as does Dr. Robin Kelly, medical GP, who's got great insights regarding the dangers of 5G, as does Neil Saunders, the author of Your Thoughts Are Not Your Own, um, and the wonderful publication on Cambridge Analytica. Um, And we came together to ultimately put together a project that would... The idea was that somebody who had no background in conspiracy theories or conspiracy facts, no background in the truth arena, no background in the alternative news arena, just what might be considered a normal man on the street, and also maybe a sceptical man on the street who would have poo-pooed this stuff, that there would be a project they could look at that would be quite easy to emotionally accept and take on board that would to a degree make them question their beliefs but not to the point of kicking in massive cognitive dissonance which is where things are so uncomfortable that you go this can't be true i won't even explore it any further i'll just close it off have to be careful of that as well um but that would start to flick light switches in people because everyone deep down has experienced these things because from the moment we're born till the moment we die from every area of our life, whether it's education, politics, um, health industry, the media, every area of our life, we are getting controlled, manipulated, our belief systems being moulded and emotionally pushed and nudged by the powers that be. But it's a trickle-down effect because they get the media below them, you know, the bankers, the rich people, get the... um, 
media below them to send out messages that made people believe certain things and were brought up to believe that we should listen to authority figures through teaching. And all these things interlink together. Individually, they're just small pieces of a massive jigsaw. And individually, they're so innocent that they pass under the radar for most people. So what we've done with Extreme Danger, Extreme Hypnosis, subtitled It's Time for the Sleepwalking Zombies to Wake Up, is we've gone and looked briefly at as many different little elements of this jigsaw as possible and made people aware of them, but a bit more aware of them than they may have been up to that point. And then through the course of the one hour, 50 minutes, slowly but surely, those pieces of the jigsaw start to fit together. And hopefully, and certainly for the feedback I've had from uh, people I know and trust who I know will tell me when I've done something crap and when it hasn't quite hit the nail, have said, bloody hell, you know, that slots things together in a way that's palatable, that makes sense, that's evidence-based, that above all else encourages people to independently go away and research for themselves, but from the starting point of already knowing within themselves there's truth within what we reveal to them, because they will have experienced, in the main, there's some exceptions to the rule, but most people will have experienced going through the conventional education system or being manipulated by the media or through the political system. And it's like we're scraping away enough for them to feel motivated to independently research it themselves more because that's the only way that people then will truly start to wake up for themselves but not to such a point that it rams it all down the throat at once to scare them off or make them go, nonsense. It, 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 that's where I think what we aim set out to book together collectively is where it stands apart from some of the stuff that's gone out there. You know, during the pandemic, there's been things like the pandemic, um, indoctrination all great documentaries but i think and, and they've been shared hundreds of thousands if not millions of times but i genuinely believe that in terms of waking people up and it's a pivotal time now i think that on sunday the 11th of october 2020 at eight o'clock p.m united kingdom time which is 12 lunchtime pst or 3 p.m eastern america or different times different times of the world but check out the time zone converter it's eight o'clock p.m united kingdom time when extreme danger extreme hypnosis premieres on youtube i think it's important for people to watch it a because it's free b because of what i've just said and c because of what's going on now i think this is probably the most important documentary that people could share through all social media platforms as far and wide as they can because I think that it's more palatable to people who currently are sitting on the fence or are totally on the wrong side of the fence. I think that it's got the best chance of getting those on the wrong side to the point where they're on the edge tweaking towards waking up and taking those that are here to a point of enlightenment. I genuinely do, and I'm not saying that because I'm, you know, I'm a feature of this because some of my life stories in there, you know, it's not just, we're not just saying, oh, the media manipulate and control you. I spent decades involved in the media from the point of view of manipulating to people and lying to them. Uh, I am a whistleblower in that regard, and that's weaved in. So there's an entertaining theatrical element to it, but all of it's based in cold, hard facts and truth from what I share, what Dr. Robin Kelly shares, what Neil Saunders shares, what Gareth Ike, son of David Ike shares, and what you yourself share, because you're appearing it, and, and what you so wonderfully managed to take that we've put down in film, but then you took our ideas and messages and able to turn it into a cinematic theatrical experience that's entertaining, visually engaging, educational and enlightening, and it stands up there. I, I'd say that visually as a cinematic experience alone, whether you believe in what it or not, as a cinematic experience alone, it's worth people watching it and sharing it as well. Thank you. That's very kind of you. Oh, well, what I was really proud of out of it was, and the main thing was me, was that from someone like yourself that understands how language works, how manipulation works, how 
obviously being a stage hypnotist, tricks work and how to work around someone and, and fool someone. And, and you used all of that knowledge to show how those tricks and how those skills are used within each different area. So religion, within medicine, within the media, within um, yeah. the music industry, within film. And you said, look, these are the same actual tricks that are just used across the board. And to me, that's what the film, I think, does really well. It shows the in the person, this is why you feel like you've been used and abused. This is why you feel like you've been manipulated, because you yeah. have. Here's how it happens, and here's There's how no you can stop it. Yeah, here's is how that, you can stop it, it in the future. Is it a coincidence that in all those different areas, they do things in a certain way, and as a result, get certain outcomes? No, there's no coincidences. This is mapped out and planned out a long, long, long time ago. And I'm controversially going to say it. You know, the evidence out there says that a document called The Protocols of the Elders of Zion, which apparently appeared in September 1903, is a fraudulent forged document. And that it isn't uh, a document laying out uh, the idea of um, Jewish control system for the world. And you know what? I'm prepared to accept that because a lot of evidence does show it to be a fraudulent document in that context of what it was purporting to be. But what there is no argument about is this, that the document existed in September 1903. And that that document, which you can find and look at, either you've got to believe in more coincidences and synchronistic moments in the course of history, that everything's been coincidental and coincidentally led to something else. Or you've got to look at the document from 1903 and go, what this says is going to happen in the world has happened. And the way it's going to happen is the way that it has happened and is happening. So, yeah, it was a forged document. Uh, it wasn't what it purported to be, but somebody, somebody knew what the powers that be, the true powers that be that... Let me make this clear. It's not a Jewish conspiracy. The vast majority of Jewish people are completely innocent in this and don't even know the majority of them. And it, 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 it's simple as that. So I want to make it quite clear. I'm not saying fear the Jews or any of that conspiracy nonsense. And the people that do go down that route, they're the people that give those that are truly trying to wake up the world a bad name. And actually, probably... Some of them are seeded with controlled opposition to help distract from the genuine truth. That is, it's a lot bigger than that. And so, yeah, you've got to look at things like that. Now, we don't cover that in extreme danger, extreme hypnosis, because that would flick into the grounds of potential for cognitive dissonance. We just take you close enough that those that want to research more can. Um, but we do answer a heck of a lot of questions along the way, as you'll see. And the reason that we've now, you know, a year on, we, we got talking over the past few weeks, myself, Richard, and a few of the others, and we're like, we made this before this pandemic. Uh, things like pan the pandemic film and indoctrination and a whole bunch of others uh, uh, have been shared and have helped to wake people up. But... I genuinely feel, as does Richard, as do the rest of us, that if people watch Extreme Danger, Extreme Hypnosis and share it, even though there's no mention of pandemic, there's no mention of a virus, there's no mention of a vaccine, none of that's mentioned. But you can see how everything that we covered in there has led us to where we are and is being heightened and used where possible against us by the powers that be right now. And I think it's got the best chance of truly waking people up and helping to make a change right along there with, um, you know, alongside David's book, The Answer, and his most recent um, several-hour event that he did that's available to people who go and join Iconic. Because if you're listening to this and you're not watching the video version that will be on Iconic, um, go to iconic.com and um, check out the event called the answer that david did uh towards the end of september and uh, that along with extreme danger extreme hypnosis those together i think have got the best chance of truly helping sounds cliched but to wake up and save the world 
well, this is the thing where we where we're going, and it will point out where we're going. And as you said, with the protocols, that um, regardless whether you believe in the protocols being a real thing or not, you cannot deny that what's unfolding around you matches completely up with something that was written um, nearly 115 years ago, maybe a little bit more now. It clearly does match up. There's also a lot a lot of information out there. The person that debunked it actually was connected very well to the people that that it was actually outing. So you yeah. have to watch this from all sides. But it clearly shows that this has been put out. I'm with you, Jonathan. More recently. It's not, it's not a Jewish plot, but there is yeah. some a group of people that are using the Jewish faith to hide behind and within. And they'll use Christian and they'll use anything to hide within. It's like a virus. It's the true virus. It goes within something good and proper and decent and destroys it from within. And that's what what it actually means. Jonathan, I'll, I'll give it over to you at the end. What were you just going to say there? I was going to say that in more recent times, because that was 1903, we go to 1928 and check out the book Propaganda by Edward Bernays. Look at what he teaches in there. They're using that, albeit it's now been even more refined and made more powerful as an information operations or influence operations warfare tool. Uh, in 1963, if you search for the QBAR, K-U-B-A-R-K, QBAR Counterintelligence Interrogation Manual, it's available as a PDF. Now, it's supposed to be about interrogation, but there's psychological and emotional manipulation techniques in there are being used on us right now. Um, in If you go and search for the... Um, instituteforgovernment.org.uk Mindspace document PDF. It lays out things. If you go and search for the 2010 Rockefeller Foundation PDF, in particular the section on lockstep, these things interrelate with the protocols and are being used undeniably now and have been used up to here and are things that we do expose in and, and illustrate in a more down-to-earth call a spade a spade, here it is, decide for yourself kind of manner in extreme danger, extreme hypnosis. And it's been out, there's many things, out, other things out, Agenda 2030 is the big one people talk about, yes. Agenda 21, Project for the New American Century, then you've got the classics, um, 1984, and then you've got Brave New World, Sky have literally just released this week a new series about Brave New World, that cannot be any way of coincidence at all. I My take on this, have you watched night. it? It's not I watched bad. the first. I watched the first episode and it bored me. I know they've got the key to <laughs> but I thought they could have made it a lot more psychologically engaging to start with. Um, I don't know if that's just bad program making or it's, or, or it's purposely they don't want people to engage in it as much. They just want them to kind of almost get into the zombie state I did watching it, so that the subliminal messages within will <laughs> bypass their critical faculty and hypnotise them into uh, being more accepting of that happening in the world. Well, it is one of those things where if you watch it from one way, knowing what it's really about and where it's leading, it means one thing. If you just watch it, it means another thing. Um, Jonathan, um, it's been great to chat to you as, as always. Um, welcome to Iconic. I'm sure we'll be doing loads of more stuff together in the future. Um, don't forget Iconic seen... people. If you've not watched it yet, you don't have to wait. You can go and watch Extreme Danger, Extreme Hypnosis in the Iconic members area. If you're listening to this law and you're not uh, an iconic member, then. But Sunday, the 11th of October, 2020, into your diary, 8 p.m. United Kingdom time. The link to the premiere will appear on our social media, certainly uh, before then. Um, so, yeah, check it out and then please share it far and far and wide. Um, we don't gain anything financially from it. That's not our motive. That's why we're taking it off sale, in fact, an element of, because we hope that by doing so, people will be more likely to spread the word and share it because there's no excuse of we can't afford a couple of quid and also we can't be accused of just being in it for the money. We want to help people to so share this far and wide, please. Yes, and that will be on this channel. So if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll be able to see that in on this channel here. So just have a click around. Um, if you're hearing this on Spotify and iTunes, head over to Glitching the Code on YouTube and you'll be able to see it on there as well. Guys, um, Jonathan, where can people find you, connect with you and speak with you and learn more about what you do, find your videos and find more of your work? Cheers, one main place, and that's MagicalGuru, M-A-G-I-C-A-L-G-U-R-U dot com. 
and on that site there is a, a link that says extreme danger extreme hypnosis where uh, you know the web series that we did together as well uh, the videos are on that page as are links to the book that i've got out there that expands on the subjects um and there's also a free hypnotherapy session online that can help you be more positive and healthy and one might argue if you're thinking positively uh positive thoughts lead to positive actions lead to positive results and when you're happy uh it's the opposite of being depressed and there's evidence out there that that means you will help boost your immune system so we can't do you any harm to uh boost your immune system for free with the free therapy session that's on magicalguru.com cheers guys cheers jonathan take you um thank, thank you, you for your time mate and i'll speak to you soon this has been glitching the code with richard willett and jonathan roll and iconic.com and we will speak to you soon. Please subscribe, share this about, and like, and let us know what you think. Your feedback means a lot, and it's great to know what you think of these these, um, these podcasts. Hope you got a lot from that, and hope you can see the world in a slightly different light, because it's a strange, mad, mental world, but it's actually, at least it's interesting at the moment. So I'll speak to you soon. Take care. <laughs>